0: Air School, the podcast. Educational consultant and owner of Career Ahead, Mary Lucy. Thank you so much for joining us to chat all things CAO. You're welcome, Louise. Thank you for having me. You understand that Leaving Cert students are in a massive struggle for clarity. They don't know what's going on with their Leaving Cert exam. The government have failed to make a decision whether it will be predictive grades or written exam. So for many students, the idea of filling out a CAO form, which they've already done, that's the irony of it, the the deadline is now passed, um, is a massive source of stress and pressure. It is. It certainly hasn't been easy for them, Louise, this year.
1: And I must applaud them really in the way they have progressed and they have continued to drive on, you know. What I would say, and my advice is that there are elements that they can control in their life at the moment, and there are elements that are out of their control. Unfortunately for all of us, the COVID situation has has resulted in a situation that is out of their control. So I would keep in mind that every student is in the same situation as them. So, therefore, the decision, even though it's out of their hands, every student is going to be in the same boat. So I would tell them to focus on what they can control. So focus on working well, keeping going with their work, being sensible about their work, um, having you know good breaks during the study, eat well, sleep well. I know they're tired of hearing this, but it really is important. And what they can control then is the decision they make about the course they wish they wish to choose. And that is something that is probably not going to change whether they do uh, sit their leaving search or it's predictive grading. They should have an area, you know, that they're interested in, that they're going to be motivated in and they, they can continue to apply for the, those courses. What I would suggest is that students have an idea of a maximum point they might reach. And a minimum point so if things go really well and suit them they'll have a maximum point that they know they should achieve and if things don't go well for them there might be a minimum point point. and to look at courses and areas then of interest that they have first and then match those courses to the points that they think they may or may not achieve.
0: Okay so for students we'll say Mary who have the CAO filled out now as mm-hmm. of the deadline on February 1st which was Monday um, yes. and they kind of think you know look I need a maximum of whatever 450 points but I've no idea how the exam's going to be structured like so how do these students calculate as you say that max and minimum point when they don't know themselves what kind of an exam format it's going to be you know that's a very hard thing to have to do.
1: It is, but they will have an idea from grades they have previously, how good they are and how strong they are to particular subjects. So if I'm great, for example, at history, I might predict that I might get a H1, for example. If I know I'm average at English, I might get a H4, etc. So I would base it on what they know themselves and their abilities that they have. And I think that they normally have a good idea for example all the students i've worked with so far this year i've asked them to predict what they think if things go great and not and they are very realistic in their their you know expectations and also once they have plan b a plan b in place so that if they hope to get 450 Uh, You know, if I don't get 450, I have an option for 440, if I have an option for 430. And they think carefully about the CAO. And rather than just putting in one or two courses, they complete, you know, the, the CAO options to the maximum. And they also look at the level seven options that are there, Louise, because sometimes a student can get into a course, a level seven course, at a lot less points than a level eight but they can still continue and add on the level eight year, so the outcome yeah. is the same, and yet the
0: entrance may not be the same. The entrance level. I just think it's a very it's a very difficult decision to have to make because you know the points ultimately may not be a true reflection of their best work. So, uh, Mary, for students who maybe have their CAO filled out now the change of mind option continues so for a small fee students can continue to change their mind and what can what does that process involve it just means that they can actually start as if they're completing it from the scratch again they can add courses they can change
1: them they can amend them etc so as the year progresses they may find that they're doing particularly well in this continuous assessments in certain areas, or, for example, if there's decisions made about the orals or the orals or practicals, that might impact their results. So, I mean, they will be afforded opportunities to change them as they're going along. And it is important that they look and see, research carefully their courses. Don't just select a course because of a title of the course. They need, Louise, to actually look at the modules in the course. A lot of students select it based on just a title, and there's lots of modules there that... They, they, they can't do or they don't like, etc. And they need to be careful selecting their choices then. My advice is that first of all, look at the actual individual course. The modules will be all there individually if they click on them and they can get them an idea of what they are like. They can attend open days online, um, and any of the open days that have passed, lots of them have virtual talks of students talking, virtual tours of the campuses. So take a look there. Um, if they can try and link in with a professional and find out what the course is about or what I would normally do is I would put them in touch with current students. So for example, if you're interested in doing law in UL, for example, or history in Trinity, I would try and link in with a student that is studying that course. And I would ask them to talk and give their opinion or their advice to, to a student who's looking at that course. Um, Again, it's important to look if some people can't think of a course that they would like to do, what I would suggest with them, Louise, is that they look at somebody who is in a career or working in an area that they can really identify
0: with or they think that would suit them and work backwards and look to see, well, how did that person get to that position? For a student who doesn't actually know what field they'd like to work in or what area interests them, what is your advice to a student like that, maybe considering a year out? They should take a look at the further education sector or the PLC sector. I mean, they offer absolute
1: Wonderful one year courses. So it gives them a great grounding on a particular area and it really prepares them for third level, for progressing to third level because it's a similar type of learning environment. So, I mean, what I would do is I would, if they have a job, they can work for the year. If they really don't know what to do, I would do that. And I would look at the PLC or further education sector. I wouldn't advise them if they have no idea to be going on a course that they have no
0: interest in it will just be they need to be it needs to be something they're interested in and they're going to enjoy brilliant it's been lovely to chat to you Mary have a great weekend thank you you too spin air skull the podcast to learn more about our other podcasts check out spin online or download the Go Loud app spin